everyone. This is your Texas bilingual realtor, Elizabeth Miranda. Welcome to Casa y Vida. Each week, we interview local community leaders, business people, entrepreneurs, artists, and just everyday people from the great state of Texas. We love sharing information about our city, our beautiful state, and of course, our Latino culture. And now, let's listen to this week's podcast. Well, welcome to our show, Casa y Vida. Uh, my name is Liz Miranda. Hi, this is Laura Ramirez, co-host. And we are joined today by Sharon Lee Zapata. She is the no-filter author. <laughs> she is an artist, also has her own podcast. So she's a host of her own podcast, Middle Finger Happiness. And uh, we're going to hear more about her. So welcome, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yay. <laughs> now, Sharon's certainly going to be, she's going to be an entertaining guest because mm-hmm. I've heard her podcast. And if anybody's <laughs> ever heard it, heard her, she is very entertaining. Thank you. <laughs> and we so, bring value. That's a good thing. Yes. So uh, we are going to start off, by the way, we hadn't told you this, but we ask a <laughs> nice breaker question okay. to all our guests. It's oh, our, our, for our new podcast. Yeah, so we've got our you know, fancy little questions here. Okay. Now, in fact, you know what? I'm going to let you pick one. Oh, Lord. That way, it's it's your oh, own fault. Lord. Whatever you choose, it's on you. It's on me. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's, okay. Do I read it? Is this like a Chinese here, I can fortune read it for you. cookie? I'll read it. Yes, <laughs> Chinese, that's what it is. This is a Chinese. And just so you'll know, you get one pass, and that's it. After that, you do have to answer. Oh, so I, so. I don't have to answer. But you nobody's ever taken a pass. This. Yeah, so. Well, you want to be the first I'm one. The Take the challenge. <laughs> Let's see. So the question, your uh, icebreaker question today is, would you rather become a popular celebrity whom some people hate or be a normal person whom most people love? That's a good question. Mm. You know, just a normal person. Because at the end of the day, those people are normal. They think they're fancy, but they take a crap just like us and they have problems. They just so yeah, I'd rather just be a normal person that's gonna Well that's true. And I and I guess because I guess maybe your choice is between normal you're focusing on between being normal and being uh, a celebrity. You don't really care about the celebrity part. But you also don't care about being hate hated. Or no, 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 no. I right? mean, you can just get in line. Yeah. There's, there's, there's people that don't like And that's right? funny because I, 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 thought you, I would have thought you would have picked the first one, which is, really? you know, celebrity that, you know, is hated by some. And why is that? Just because you you don't have any filters. You don't care. I, I mean, not, you know, not in a bad way. Right, right. You know, well, in I a do bad care way. for certain ways. We were just talking about that. But no, just be a regular human at the end of the day because those people, they're humans. They're right. Not, they're and, not, I, and, and I don't think it's about, yeah. I don't think it's that you don't care about not being light. I think you just, you know, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, you're just doing your thing. You and just have middle finger happiness it's going like on. Everybody, so. everybody should do their. Yeah, everyone should do their thing. Is basically yeah. right. And it's hard because sometimes, as as people who are in media like you guys, we are approached. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're. Are you approached in the grocery store? Oh, not yet. No, not yet. Not Hopefully, yet. we're not there yet. <laughs> are you? Tell oh, us your story about. I, I, I have a good one. I was at HEB, um, and I was going down the aisle, and then I saw a person go down the aisle, and then. The next person's going, she's just following me. And she, it was sweet though. It was a real nice, hey, are you Sharon? I'm like, yes. I'm like, did I pay my bill? Did I, you know, did I mess something up? So it, that was neat. That was, that was neat. And then um, it just, it just happened. It's happened. Uh, it's happened. Oh, wow. No, that hasn't happened to me. That's happened to me at networking events. Oh, One, yeah. I don't go out much, but at networking events, you know, people come up to me now and they say, oh my gosh, I love your shows. I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, but they talk to me like they know me. And so it's kind of like, oh, yeah. a little uncomfortable because I don't know them. I feel like they think I know them because they know me so well, but I don't know them. <sighs> well, so that I had, does happen. I had this moment in my studio, you've been in the studio. Mm-hmm. And so I had a moment where a, it's a friend and I couldn't remember his name and we're talking and he does, he just does this. You don't remember my name, do you? And I'm like, 
no, dude, <laughs> dude. And he's like, yeah, he tells me his name. I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, but it's hard to remember names sometimes. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. That was a good question. So, of course, you've written several books, and I have the titles here, but I'm wondering, which is the first book that you wrote? The first book? I wrote a book. Ooh, I'm going to date myself. Back in 2007. Okay. Old book. Um, I wouldn't even buy it. It was called The 12 Secrets for Successful Hispanic Women. Very generic. Very, I mean, it's out of print. If there's, some, there's somebody trying to sell it right now on Amazon, I think for 400 bucks. But <laughs> that book sucks. It just was very, it, it wasn't me. And so I won't go into all the details, but a big time lapse passed mm-hmm. through. And then these books are my babies. I love these books. I bleed on the keyboard uh, every time I write. So the last three books, which are the ones Sharon's referring to right now, uh, is the first one is The Little Book of Startup Inspiration. And that's actually how Sharon and I met. Yes. I went to a pop-up shop. I think it was Boss Babes in uh, oh. on uh, Silver Street. Yes, yes. And I saw Sharon there. And what attracted me to Sharon, first of all, was her personality. She oh, has really? a very fun personality. <laughs> Second of all, she was wearing a Ninja Turtles t-shirt. And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was. I love that t-shirt. I have a picture of My us with you. Yes, you I do have shirt. that picture. Yep, and I saw the book. And at the time, I um, it was about entrepreneurs, and I thought, well, this is fun, and and I thought I could you know learn something about being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. So I grabbed the book. You you signed it. I still have my copy right here. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I read it, and when I read it, I realized it was a funny book. It wasn't you know bland, and this is how you become an entrepreneur. No, it was fun, and it had great uh, inspirational. And it quotes. has an advisory on there. It sure does. An it's advisory. warning you. And I thought it this does. is interesting. <laughs> It sure does, right is at the bottom. <laughs> and I saw it, and I'm like, well, this is my kind of book. But read the whole title, because it's got a <laughs> Okay, a let me read the whole title. title. The Little Book of Startup Inspiration. 20 Lessons Learned the Hard Way, Damn It, from the Most Outrageous Year of My Entrepreneurial Life. Yes. So that's it's, from Harvey, Losing Everything After oh, Hurricane wow. Harvey. Okay. That's the purpose oh. of that book. So Harvey hit us August 25th, okay. 2017, Yes, right? Uh-huh. Uh, my house flooded for the uh-huh. second time, uh, but this time really bad. And then the clients that I had, I lost. Uh, depression kicked in because I do have depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, I don't uh, shy from that, but it really, I mean, I was just like, did it, Did your house flood? No, it didn't. Yeah. But I no, didn't mine didn't, thank God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, but it was a very difficult time for it, everyone. It was for everyone. Now, yeah. some people lost everything. Right. My neighbor across the street had water up into their attic. So, you know, mine was up to our cap, my calves, but it was a lot. So I really decided, okay, how can I re, I got to redo. Right. I have to redo. And so the 20 lessons learned the hard way, damn it, were, you know what, I had to pick myself up. I right. had to redo a lot of stuff. And then. There's some funny stuff in there. There is. There's some awesomely funny stuff. And going back to, you know, to your comment about, you know, depression, anxiety, it's Mm. a lot of people, like you said, shy away from talking about it. We all have it. But the cool thing is, and and I think in some form we do, especially since, you know, being through like the hurricanes and the devastations and the flooding and all, you know, we're very prone to it in this area. Mm -hmm. But going back to that, uh, I love to listen to your podcast. So I'm total like fangirl today talking to you because you're one of my favorite authors. And also I listen to your podcast and- I'll be honest with you, and I've shared this with you before. Your podcast last year really got me through a very difficult time, oh, and wow. and I'm thankful for them. Because you shared that with me. I did Thank because you. a lot of people don't talk about depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. and I was in that phase in my life when I listened mm-hmm. to your podcast, and just you know, listening. Do you remember to- what episode it was? I 
You it's probably, it's, I listen to all of them. Because you, you see the titles that I have. Oh, just, I heard, yeah, I was listening to them <laughs> <yeah>. yesterday. <laughs> and, and you kind of, some of them are just fun titles. And I think one of them was about Christmas. But you talked about depression in that episode, And, and how to deal with it. Yes. Because it is for real. Yeah, it's not it a, a, a fake thing or, no. oh, just snap out of it. I wish I could snap out of it. Um, mm. And you're a counselor. Right. So you understand that. I do. Um, but I have to say something back to the little book of inspiration. Yeah, so definitely. do you guys remember about two months ago here in Houston, we had a bunch of rain. Like it was raining really, really bad. Yes. Okay. So my husband and I are laying in bed and it's late. We hear the rain pouring and he's like, God, I won't say what he said, but he's like, man, I hope it doesn't flood. We both have PTSD yeah. when we hear a lot of rain. Well, the next day I was talking to people. There's people that have issues mm-hmm. when it rains heavy because we went through that. Right. And I think I do too. You know, you know, now that you're saying it, I I, mm-hmm. I remember feeling that that yeah. anxiety of the rain. And I didn't flood, but I almost flooded. My sister's house completely flooded, oh. but I almost flooded. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I mean it didn't it just got like, you know, to the middle of the of the yard. But I had stressful. my three grandkids with right. me. Stressful. And so I was so stressed out mm-hmm. thinking, what am I gonna do? I have to put them in the roof, you know, whatever on the roof. I've you know kept, you know, I was worried mm-hmm. about them. And and I do notice that every time it rains heavily now, mm-hmm. I, I freak out. I worry about it. I just it. read an article somewhere in one of the magazines here in Houston locally. I can't remember which one, but it talked about there is a there's a group of people who started this meetup because they do have it's not like they're sitting at home, you know, moping right. about it, but when it, it triggers, it just has it that does. trigger. You're like, oh my God, do I start putting things up? You know, um I'm sure a lot of people in Houston have that. We do. Yeah. And also even just a yeah. little detail that we do all the time is just driving. You know, if if the weather's gonna be bad, we change our plans. I know I do. Yeah. I started thinking, uh, I'll go only if it doesn't rain. So I have a fear of driving in the rain. And I mm-hmm. looked it up. There. I can't even pronounce it. There's a phobia. Oh, wow. Like, okay, a little sprinkles I can handle. But when it's like those windshield wipers mm-hmm. and you can't, I'll pull over to Whataburger or wherever and just sit there and wait. I will mm-hmm. too. I will too. But I think mm-hmm. that especially yeah. now after right. the hurricane. Oh, yeah. I went to San Antonio uh, about two months ago again with my grandkids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stopped. I pulled over three times. As soon as it started raining, mm-hmm. I pulled into a McDonald's or whatever and I waited. And, you know, they're, you know, they're teenagers and they're like, uh, you know, I'm impatient. Right. I'm like, no, you know, I tell them, right. I'm sorry, we've got to do this. And, yeah. so, and I'm there watching that, the radar on my phone. Oh, yeah, on and phone. then as soon as I see that it passes, I go. Mm-hmm. And so I start, I pulled over three times. The same mm-hmm. thing also with this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a show where we canceled uh, a couple of months ago because it was, it was raining. raining really and bad. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going right. to uh, make any guests come over, expect them to come over in the rain. I don't no. even want them to come. I no. you know, worry about that. So no, I think we're all traumatized about the rain. That's okay. For we'll sure. Get get so then, of course, going back to your books, okay. of course, and your titles of your books, uh, <laughs> which was your second book? The Middle Finger Happiness, Work Hard, Live Well, Don't F With Me. Wow. I, I was clean. <laughs> you did it. I kept it clean. Um, so tell us about that. How, first of all, how did you come up with that title? Okay. So in, I have a little tattoo here, Middle Finger Happiness. So in 2016, I think it was 2016, uh, it was during the holidays. Have you read the book? Yes, I was just I having one of those moments where I was like, nope, I'm not going to that house anymore. I'm not going to mm-hmm. that party. I'm not just having an effort moment. We've all had that effort moment. And then your checkbook is just getting, you know, sucked in. And just, to, I said, you know what? I'm going to make some changes and I, I made some changes. Um, I, and I, I, this is even still difficult for me to talk about, but I was raised by a narcissist abusive mom up until seven. And then the physical stuff mm-hmm. stopped, but the mental forever, forever. And then when I was in my forties, I was like, you know what? F this, I cannot have a relationship with her. And I don't. So I wrote about that and it's funny mm-hmm. and it's dark because 
if you can't laugh at the stuff you've been through, exactly. I mean, comedy is dark. Comedians make fun of their lives no, all the true. time. So I was the winner, winner, chicken dinner. I was the one that, you know, mm-hmm. went through all that crap. But now I'm, I don't say the word qualified, but I feel good that I can help somebody who's been there. And like, this is how you get over it. You can't blame your past. You can't. You can't drive looking in the river mirror. Yeah. You know, so what do you do to overcome it? So therapy, self-help books, writing, writing is therapy, you know, so that's how Middle Finger Happiness came along. And, and there's stories in there of you just have these moments where, you know what, people are going to look at you differently when you decide to change the way you look. Maybe you want to lose mate. Maybe you want to do a different haircut. Maybe you want to quit jobs. Maybe you want to leave a bad marriage or, or people are going to, mm-hmm. you know, do that. And so you have to have that middle finger happiness no matter what point you are in your life. Exactly. You know, but uh, but it's funny that, um, you know, I, I get it. I understand it because I've yeah. been there, you know, mm-hmm. that sometimes you just got to say F it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, I remember one time I was thinking about it, you know, knowing knowing that I was going to interview you today. I, I started thinking about it, about a friend of mine that I had. It was back in like in the 90s. I remember I was like depressed. Mm-hmm. I want to say depressed, but just really just having a... I had broken up with someone and I was just taking it really bad, bad. you know, depressed, taking it really bad. And that's not like me at all. But (laughs) I was like really taking it bad, taking it hard. And I'm there with my uh, with my best friend and her husband. And um, and it was actually his best friend. And so I'm over there moping and complaining and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Liz. You know, Liz, just say F it. Yeah. And keep going. going. You got to keep going. Yeah. And I'm like. You know, I thought about it. And I said, you know what? He's right. That's what just strong people. Exactly. What strong people got to do just that. Just it. Oh, yeah. Ever since then, I've always done that. That was like I said, you know, several years ago. And ever since then, you know, mm-hmm. I let myself mope a little bit, and then I'm like, you know what? F this. F this, and I'm going to keep going. And, and, but, and there's that. good that you can exactly. do that. There's some people that stay in that dark wormhole yeah. and they can't get out of it for whatever reason. They don't know how to. Right. Yeah, um, you've got to learn to give yourself permission. Like I give myself permission to be upset about something. Mm-hmm. Something happens. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a couple of drinks. I'm I want to be sad today, but then in the morning I'm going to right. get up and say F this and I'm going to move on forward. You got to do it. Right. You've got exactly. to get to that point where but you But when that. you have depression, that's really depression. I mean, I've been in those spells for you mm-hmm. for you're like, you just don't even want to get out of bed. You right. don't want to talk to anybody for weeks. And your family's like, what's wrong with you? You're like, I don't even want to talk to my family. Right. So um, in order yeah, that's, to that, that's fix different. that, that's different. So in order to fix that, um, and again, I go back because you're a counselor, you know, physical activity. Right. What What is it you're eating? You know, what are you listening to? I mean, but the best thing that I've learned mm-hmm. is volunteering for somebody else. That. That your gratitude. Yeah. You cannot be depressed and have gratitude at the same time. Exactly. They yeah. just can't live in the same place. So you're exactly right. That really helped me. It, it helped you? Yes. How did you do uh, it? What did you do? Well, that's as- one of the, you know, going back to your podcast, when I listened to that, I, I thought, yeah, you know, giving back, doing something mm-hmm. for someone else. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to do that. Like you said, they can't live in the same place. So, mm. you know, that really catapulted me, yes. To- well, back when Harvey, um, I I was in my house and I was really down and I decided I'm going to go volunteer. So I went to Harvey Hub, Hub Harvey, and we went to this place and there were 500 people in line just to get, you know, food and clothing. And this one woman, I'll never forget, came with two different shoes on, wow. didn't have a bra on, had five kids they're all crying. They're dirty. They're hungry. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have no problems. No problems. Right. And I helped her. I remember giving her some extra money. Um, but when you when you do that, when right. you take yourself out of your little 
funk mm-hmm. and then go, okay, well, there's always somebody in a worse situation. Yeah. You know, exactly. but I mean, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I agree with you, what you're saying, you know, uh, you know, uh, serious depression, of course, is, it's totally different. It is. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, you know, just little episodes. Mm-hmm. When you have your little episodes, oh, you can just yeah, say F yeah, it, yeah. Eh, whatever. Just yeah. feeling sorry for yourself or just having a bad time. Just say F it. But, you know, when it's, when it's more serious than that, you know, I think everybody copes differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And certainly taking your mind off of it, I would imagine. Oh, exactly. Certainly, exactly. certainly, certainly help. I was, uh, you know, on my way over here, I was driving and I was listening to Tejano music, which mm-hmm. I never listened to it. I always say I don't listen to Tejano music because then I want to go out to the clubs. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out dancing. So for some reason, I said, okay, I'm not going to be listening to a podcast because I have been listening to podcasts, I don't know, all year long. And I decided to listen to some music and I just had some very lively music coming over here and I was just happy. I was excited. And I'm like, you know, what a difference it does. You know, it oh, makes absolutely. when you're listening to, you know, something that's happy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We don't have um, TV in my house. We got rid of cable TV five, six years ago. Oh, I don't have cable. Um, we have Netflix and Hulu and definitely Same music. Thing. And so like Matt said, you know, streaming your music in, in mm-hmm. your home. So, yeah, music, yeah. music's, um, I can't live without music. I yeah. Mean, I, yeah. And you have control of what you're watching, what you're listening to. Because mm-hmm. I got, honestly, I, I, I have to be honest, when I had cable, all I did was listen to news. Oh, wow. Oh, I woke no. up listening to the news and then at night depressing. it was yeah. very, depressing. very depressing. So I'm like, I yeah. don't need this. Yeah. I don't need to pay so for this. So you change that. You yeah, gotta, I, I, yeah. Hulu and Netflix is all I do and, and, and podcasting funny. and music exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, Oh, you know what? Before we go on to the next question, let's take a little bit of a break. Oh, we're okay. just going on here okay. having such a good time. So we're going to go ahead and take a little break and thank our sponsors. Okay. Getting approved for a home loan is the first step when buying a home. To submit your loan application, call Susie Condolopoulos with Gateway Mortgage Group at 281-250-2696. Susie is bilingual in English and Spanish. Again, that is Susie Condolopoulos with Gateway Mortgage Group at 281-250-2696. Okay, we are back now with our show. We are with Sharon Lizapata, the no-filter author. She's writer, artist, and podcast host of Middle Finger Happiness. And she is here today with us, thankfully, in our studio. <laughs> and we just want to talk to her a little bit about her business as well. I know mm-hmm. that not only are you a fabulous author and artist, you. but you also are a entrepreneur. You have mm-hmm. your own business. So tell us a little bit about the Zapata Group. So the Zapata Group uh, came about in 2015. I got laid off. I was a recruiter and... Um, you know, there's no law in Texas. It's just, you know, we just know you're not happy here. I was actually one of the top producers. Long story short, it was commission-based, and I was let go. It was probably the best thing that could have mm-hmm. happened to me. I immediately went to a friend of mine who's a corporate attorney, and she's like, you got 10 minutes. Tell me what's going on. She told me. She's like, you need to just go and start the Zapata group. Get the hell out of here. And she goes, and you need to start writing. I miss your, your stories. And so the Zapata group, I did not even know how to make a Facebook page. I had someone make it for me. And for a whole year, it sat there empty with Mm. nothing because I didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. with it. Um, And then I decided, okay, business development. We do copywriting, content, web design, logo. So it's a communications company. And then I really took social media seriously. So from that date to now, uh, and I'm working with somebody now who's helping me with gather all my stuff. We counted 22,000 connections on social media in four years. Now, oh, wow. that's what I did in four years. Right. It, it takes time. It's not overnight. Um, but the Sapatha group, that's what we do. So it's in the studio along with the podcast mm-hmm. and the art, which 
a lot of people didn't know I was an artist. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that either. I just I just found out yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen Liz the artwork. I've seen your art. Liz has been. Liz has been the. Uh, I just don't tell people. Hey, I'm an artist. I think it's kind of weird <laughs> to say that, but um, I've always been an artist. I always yes. have been. So now, do you do social media for other companies? I have. Right now, I'm not. Um, I have. I had one client. It was a shaving company, and it was some changes, and so we're not doing it. But that's uh, a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot but of work. But you have a brand, yeah. But you have, we a, have brand. a brand I mean, now, you so a brand. you are a but brand. But we do yeah, do social so. media. I actually, have somebody joining my team um, this week, and he's going to start doing those things for some clients. So yeah, okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. And digital marketing, we do you know digital design, websites, that kind of stuff. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And of course, you also wrote another book, Yay! right? Your last, the your last most one. Latest book. <laughs> and it is it's. it's Go ahead. It's go. a new day. Don't be a shithead. <laughs> and I love the title. It even has the little, the little poop emoji on there. <laughs> that was emoji. Well, that was Hector Garcia's, uh, my friend who designs my books. That was his little idea. And I was like, oh, that's cute. That is so funny. How do you come up with these titles? First uh, of all, you know, just, man, if you, I grew up with um, a lot of stuff in my household. <laughs> and believe it or not, I was a quiet kid. I was quiet because I was listening to everything. And then I don't know what happened to me. By the time I was 17, I was like, it just all came out. Everything um, you had been listening to just came just out. All, right? Just everything. I was like, oh, it just came out. But I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff growing up in a Latino household. Yeah. Like really bad stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's funny. So you're like, okay, you know, when you see a drunk uncle throwing a trash can lid and right. it pops open his eyeball, his friend's <laughs> eyeball. And you're like, so to me, that was normal, but it's right. not normal. So I have a chapter in that book called Your Normal's Not uh-huh. My Normal. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yes, that? I remember that. Um, and, and going back to that, you know, how you get your content for your books. I know that, <laughs> you know, you've mentioned this before. It's in your books and some of your books. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that little 10 minute window of time that you spend just jotting down your ideas on a daily or weekly basis? So um, if anybody knows me, I have an affair with my purse trying to grab a piece of notebook paper out of there and a pen. <laughs> you should see I'm that woman. And so I have tiny notebooks all around the house still um, and I write them down. And then something that I copied, so I don't have credit for this, but James Altucher, mm-hmm. one of uh, the authors that I look up to and businessman, um, is like, number one through 10 and give yourself 10 minutes. So it's one minute per idea. Mm-hmm. And I, I would do that. I've done that for a while. I've got thousands of ideas. Like you just, they don't even have to be good or bad. And you just jot them down. It's called a brain dump. Mm-hmm. And we need to do a brain dump. Like I said, you know, in long time ago, we couldn't meet this many people in one day. We, you and I will meet more people today right. than our grandparents met in the whole year. So all that information, you know what? So I dump it out and I number one through 10 and dump those out. And so come and up that's with, how your books come up. And that's about, how the books come out because I guess. And or then, they're titles of your of your chapters in your book. Yes. And then I'm just a sarcastic person. And <laughs> I'm a smart By ass. nature. By that's nature, just the way you are. I am. And that's for my grandmother, Juanita. Oh, yeah. She just, oh, yeah. She's, she's not here anymore, but she was a hoot. Uh-huh. She was crazy. Oh, yeah, she was great. a huge influence on me. Well, that's a great thing because your books really reflect that. So yes. they're very enjoyable. They're very enjoyable. Yeah. They're very, she spoke her mind and <laughs> she did not, she didn't give a shit. She just like, this is, she was just that strong Latina that been through a lot. And yeah. she just like, I'm just going to say things. And yeah. I was always shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was good. Yeah, but that's a good thing. So what did, uh, uh, I know Laura wanted, had something to get, she wanted you to She's read. She's for me to I read. What is that? reading for us from uh, her latest book. Oh, wonderful. So if you could. Well, this is from page 14. It's a new day. Don't be a shithead. Uh, Sharon offers slightly positive, disruptive 
strategies to how to stop procrastinating and smack down the BS in your life. So each page is sprinkled with her moxie thoughts and her smarty ass intellectual sarcasm. I won't go into the rest because it is definitely advisory, but are you ready? I'm going to read it. So being different is awesome and scary. Why? I can speak from personal experience. When I decided to create the bitchybusinessbriefs.com, I wanted it to be different yet accept it. Well, that's not how it works. Not everyone is going to get it or like it. That's that's all right. There are many people who do. So, yes, there's an audience for those awesome people. And we effing click. <laughs> and I write for us. The ones who are odd, adaptable, resourceful with dreams that cannot be calculated by a statistic. So because you usually want to make sure that change you're doing is accepted by everyone. Well, F, <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to. So don't worry about that. Um, your change is how you grow. I mean, that's just, you just have to keep growing and you can't be concerned with what people are going to think as long as it's positive. Exactly. You know, if it's a negative thing that you're doing, then no. But if it's a positive thing, yeah, you can't worry. And you'll have family that are like, oh my God, you don't, you don't come here no more. No, I don't because you're a jerk. You know, I can't be around you no more. Right. Yeah, you have to. Sometimes you've got to stay away yeah. from toxic people. It's that Completely. simple. You, you've got to protect yourself. Exactly. you got to do whatever yeah, it takes protect to, your energy. to protect yourself. Absolutely. Your Absolutely. So that was good. Um, but this book, what, what I love about this book is I took all the memes that I created from 2014 up until now because mm-hmm. that's where I had lots of dump, lots of content was dumped and how, how, so there's a short story can't read that, but you know, it'll come up. <laughs> if you buy the book, you can read it though. You can read it. So it'll tell you real short, like how, how did I come up with that? Oh, it'll wow. tell you the story. Is Liz awesome. is like, <laughs> this was not what you expected, Liz. She's like, oh, I can tell. Uh, yeah. Uh, friend request yourself. You know, everybody says that. So you got to be FFs with yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's best friends forever. Because if you don't, I mean that you go everywhere in a restaurant, in a party, you are your best friend. So you're always looking for yourself, even when you're lost and you're looking for your car, right? You're cussing, you're your best friends forever. So it's all right to be best friends forever with yourself because you need to find the car. Well, that's yeah. true. There yes. Well, some great advice. So so where can uh, people find your books? On Amazon. They're all on Amazon. I do keep um, a stock of books in my um, studio. And then Middle Finger Happiness, I'm very proud of that book. Um, it is now in the Carl Jung Center. Carl Jung was a philosopher, anthropologist, mm-hmm. kind of like Frederick Nietzsche. Again, yes. I go back to your counseling because mm-hmm. you had to do all the psychology. Um, there's only a few of these. I think there's L.A., New York, Chicago, and Houston. And so it's in the museum district. Uh-huh. Uh, and it sold out. And then it got restocked again. And then I'm going to be um, putting some books at the Twig in San Antonio. Also, I think Bravo uh, Brazos mm-hmm. Bookstore here in okay. Houston. Awesome. And then so um, people can find out more about you. And you've got the... Your, your podcast, right? What is the name of the podcast? So the podcast is also Middle Finger Happiness. Work hard, live well. Don't, you know, F with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally trying to keep it clean. <laughs> so if you listen to my podcast, we just we just say whatever. And then um, you've got your uh, blog. The blog, which is the Bitchy Business Briefs. And I have to tell you a story on how that came about. Tell so us, tell like, us. So Absolutely. when I got laid off, I'm driving down 610, you know, knuckle gripping white knuckles. And I was listening <laughs> to some motivational tape. I think it was Grant Cardone and... He was like, yeah, don't be a little bitch, you know, don't. And when he said that, I was like, ooh, yeah, don't don't be a little bitch. So I was like, okay, the bitchy business blog. So it was the bitchy business blog. And a week later, Mm -hmm. I sat down with a friend of mine who she is acquaintances with Oprah. And she sat with me. She's like, it's not a blog. Just drop the word blog. And I'm like, well, what is it? 
She goes, you, you write very short. I'm like, it's a brief. So bitchy business briefs. Yeah, I love the names. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, you Thank come up you. with amazing names. I tell you that. Um, I love the names I'm, of your books. Thank you. Everything, the podcast. Yay. Yeah, I just love it. And I still don't feel like it's special. I'm like, this is just stuff that oozes out of my head. And I'm like, is it? Well, know. it's special because, I mean, we is hear it? it. It's not like we don't hear it. We see it. We hear it. Uh, but, you know, oh. for some reason, it means something to you. It clicks with you, you know, for you. And you mm. know how to express it. Right. I mean, you're an artist. I yeah. mean, it's, it's exactly. just put it that way. And one it's of that the things simple. that I think some good, somebody asked me this, you know, how do you do what you do? I'm like, honestly, I still don't think nobody's going to read what I write. And as long as I stay in that little mentality, then I think I'll be okay. Yeah, well, you're doing it for yourself. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. For yeah, yourself. a friend of mine, uh, Manuel, who's a playwright, told me the day you start writing not for yourself mm-hmm. is when you will no longer be a, a good writer. All oh, good writers good write, they write for themselves. That. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Well, we're going to take another little break, and then we're going to come break. back, and break. we're going to ask you <gasps> the four questions we ask every guest. So get ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Elizabeth Miranda, your Texas bilingual realtor and broker owner of Miranda Properties. If you are looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, give me a call, 832-404-6462. I would love to be your realtor. We are back with our guest today, Sharon Lee Zapata. She is the no-filter author, writer, artist, and host of her own podcast, Middle Finger Happiness. And recently, her latest book is It's a New Day, Don't Be a Shithead. So we're back with Sharon. And we wanted to also, you know, before we close out the show, ask you, what are some of the events that you have coming up? Oh, great question. So the month of August, um, and actually I'll start with July 31st, which is next week. I have a, it's called the Fearless Mid-Year Vision Board. So we have five months left in the mm-hmm. year. If you kind of drop the ball or whatever, you kind of need to redo. Pick it go back up. Pick it back up because life happens. Yeah. Uh, and then August 1st, I have How to Start Your Own Podcast in 30 Minutes. Now, it's not going to be the whole detail, but I learned some lessons and I want to share those. And then August 15th, we have um, How to Use Canva. And it's a, you're going to get 101 free mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic visual designs. There's three people that are going to do the workshop, myself included. Uh, Sip and Paint is coming. And then I can't remember the other. Oh, second Saturday at my at the silos. So second Saturday uh, at the silos. Do you know where the silos yes. are? Okay. It's the largest art district in the nation. People need to go there. It's like food trucks and all the studios are open. Um, and definitely, and they have vendors, right? Like food vendors, uh, street trucks, but also some people selling some rare oh, items. Oh, artisan! Some, it's yeah. really a great. You can spend the whole day there. Now, this Saturday will be the last time. It's going to be from six p.m. to ten p.m., but it's usually from twelve noon to five. But I think because of the summer, mm-hmm. so summer but it's hours. great. I get between a hundred, hundred fifty people in my studio. Wow, those all sounds like sound like very good events. Yeah. They're fun. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, so they, they, they could just look you up on Facebook. Oh, maybe. Well, to- they also could go to registerforTheEvent.com. Everything's there. Okay. Super. Cool. All right. Well, um, now we're moving on to our next section, which is asking you our four questions that we ask every guest. So, Laura, let's so just start. First question. Not that the rest this. hasn't been fun. Every it's been guest awesome. gets this yes. treatment. Yes. So, your first treat, your first question is: What was your first job? And tell us something interesting about, about it. it. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Sixteen <laughs> years old. Taco <laughs> Bell, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Gresham, Oregon. Actually, um, just wanted to make some money. And um, you know how they fill those tacos? Mm-hmm. Well, if you break 
the taco, mm-hmm. it goes to the tr- not to the tr- well. It does go to the trash. You cannot break those crunchy tacos. So sometimes I would break them. So <laughs> on I, I take them home. On home, yeah, I would come home with like ten extra tacos. <laughs> That's so funny, you know. Bell. When, when we're young, you know, the things yeah, that we I do know. in our first jobs. Yeah, we're like, oh, nobody's gonna know. <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, question number two is. Uh-huh. What advice would you give to someone that wants to have a career uh, or actually, you know what, uh, as says in your profession, but basically someone who wants to be an author, who wants to write a book, mm. what advice would you give to someone? Well, first of all, you may have to listen to someone else's voice until you find your own voice mm. because you got to find your own voice. Um, you have to go balls deep. Oh, that's offensive. But you have to go balls deep every day and write at least an hour. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I don't feel like it. No, it's a job. It's a it's a job. And a good writer reads. Right. You know, Steven Spielberg said that. So I read a lot of all kinds of stuff from the New York Times to, you know, just books, magazines. I'm always reading. Um, but, yeah, you have to write every day mm-hmm. and find your and, and find your voice. But if you don't know how to find your voice, which happened to me 10 years ago. Start finding people that inspire you, you know, other podcasts or the women, men, and and listen to that. Yeah, okay. great mm-hmm. advice. That Super. is great. Yeah. And um, question? Oh, okay. Well, then you want me to ask question number three? <laughs> yes, I don't okay. remember it, so I'll go ahead and ask it. Question number three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number three. If you won the lottery and never had to work again, how would you spend <laughs> the days of your life? Ooh, man. That's a good question. I got to answer that quickly, huh? Because you got people yeah, listening. Dee, 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 dee. Oh, well, how would I spend the days? Well, you know what? I would sleep more. I love sleep. Me too. I do. I really love sleep. I don't like to get up early, but I have to. Um, I don't know. I, I would just relax. I would relax. I'd go up in the mountains. I love the mountains. I like hiking. I'd live up in the cabins mm. and, and uh, you know what? Do more artwork. Um I would definitely do that in the beginning. I would chill, but that's a, yeah, that's a big question. I know I would help other people because that's a lot of money and you got to leave a legacy behind. So I would do that. Would you continue to do what you're doing as far as your, your blog, oh, absolutely. your podcast? Yeah, I still would. That's, that's something that I would never, I'll be doing that till I'm no longer here. That last one, I'll be 80 years old and I'll still be like, <laughs> I was that woman, 15 <laughs> items or less, but I had 40. Right. And I'm 90, so get in line. You I'm will. staying here. I'm, I'm staying. not moving. <laughs> yeah, you can't get mad at a little lady like that. Exactly. That, yeah, that will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny now. You're going to be really funny then. <laughs> With a middle finger happiness t Right. Oh, funny. Uh, so, so the, the next last question, question mm. of the four questions is, if you had a superpower or you... Or you wh- Actually, if you had a, if you, I totally butchered that. Okay. What is your superpower? That's and if you bad. don't have one, Ooh. what would you want it to be? Gosh. We, we chatted about this a little bit before. So I did say I have the saying, um, first, be helpful, bring value and become necessary. If we were to all do that in our businesses, because mm-hmm. yes, we all want to make a sale. And by the way, everything is a sale. Teachers sell education. When your girlfriend says, hey, you want to mm-hmm. go to lunch? She's selling you on the idea to go lunch. But First, be helpful, bring value, and become necessary. And um, I know Matt grinned because I did say this. I want to be that person that if Facebook went down, you'd miss my ass. You'd be like, oh, I can't, you know, whatever it was, that little thing that, you know, I want to be able to still help people with. So 
Yeah, that's it. That that's you're on your way. You're, yeah. you're certainly making an, an impression, I think, well, on people. Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah, well, exactly. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. And we want to thank you for being here mm-hmm. and um, really, really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to I haven't read all your books, oh, but I'm going to. I forgot to. something. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's a, a nonprofit here in Houston because uh-huh. I always want to attach myself to a nonprofit. And there's one called Sight and Sound, and they okay. read to the blind. Oh. So next Monday, I'm going to start reading the Houston Chronicle. So my voice will be. Available for blind people. Oh, wow. It'll be the Chronicle. So it, I'm just reading, guys. I don't have any opinions. It's just whatever they ask me to read. So I'll be reading the Houston Chronicle. So you're not going to add any of your little... No, I can't. Okay. I, have just, no, I have to just... They tell me, just read. Please, please read. And where's this going to be uh, found? Where this is a... Oh, my goodness. I don't want to butcher it like you said. But they've been around a long time. Sight and Sound has been around a long time. You guys can Google it. It's here in Houston on Essex Lane. And... Um, uh, Jim, who's the the manager and the owner of this nonprofit, I mean, they read everything from CNN to Rolling Stone magazine. This is again for the blind, and so being a writer, I thought, well, let me where where could I volunteer my time? Because I've done other other nonprofits, but this one, I thought that's kind of neat. Yeah. And as a podcaster, like it only takes thirty minutes to just read. They just want thirty minutes of your time to read the Chronicle. Well, that sounds so awesome. you'll be the voice of the Houston Chronicle for the blind. That's awesome. Kind of cool. Yeah, that I is. don't know what section. Just give me the. I don't know. They'll find out when I get there. <laughs> so it sounds like fun. Well, mm-hmm. again, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And the best way for someone to reach you is? Ooh, uh, you know what? They can go to hashtag Sharon Lee Zapata in a browser bar. Uh, I Googled myself the other day and um, you showed up. I showed up very quickly. A friend of mine showed me that, how to do so that. So you're easy to find. I'm very easy to find. I mean, I cannot hide any longer. Mm-mm. And you are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even Pinterest. Uh, we have oh, some Pinterest okay. out there. I didn't know that. Yes, and Tumblr. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Sharon Lee Zapata, I'm the Bitchy Business Briefs or the Zapata Group. And on Twitter, your uh, handle is Sharon Lee Zapata, it's so it's name. easy to find. It's, that's easy to find. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much Thank for being on the show. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Yay. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casa y Vida. Please subscribe to our podcast and share it with others. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Casa y Vida. If you would like to recommend guests or topics, please send an email to LizMirandaTX at gmail.com. Gracias.